Hello and welcome to the South Carolina Lead. I'm your host, Gavin Jackson, and this episode was recorded on May 25th, 2021 from South Carolina Public Radio Studios here in Columbia. Just so you know, some of the information in this podcast may have changed by the time you've heard it. This episode features a look at where police reform legislation is a year after the death of George Floyd. We hear from Congressman Jim Clyburn and USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack about a new program to help minority farmers. There was a slew of crime news over the past few days, including a mass shooting in North Charleston and the capture of a fugitive in the state. We have literally huge maritime news for you in business and exciting news about Moderna's vaccine for adolescents and so much more. Additionally, we want to hear your stories, folks, so we set up a voicemail box to hear from y'all about your life during these uh, increasingly certain times. Leave us a one to three minute long voicemail at 803-563-7169. Leave us your name, where you're calling from, and what's going on in your world. 803-563-7169. Now for the latest in South Carolina. Currently, the spread of COVID-19 is ongoing, widespread, and not contained, according to data from the Department of Health and Environmental Control. There have been 9,700 total deaths, and currently there are 591,525 cases being reported in all 46 counties as of May 25th at 4 p.m. Our percent positive rate is 3.2%. There are currently 302 patients hospitalized with COVID-19, 80 are in intensive care, and 43 are on ventilators. So far, 36% or 1.5 million eligible South Carolinians have been vaccinated. The nation acknowledged the one-year anniversary of the death of George Floyd on Tuesday. He was the unarmed 46-year-old black man who died under the knee of the white Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin after more than nine minutes. Chauvin was found guilty of murder and manslaughter in April, and the death, which was recorded on cell phone video, ignited a wave of protests across the country and world in a way that few events have before. It also prompted calls for police reforms at the local and national level. Last June, the U.S. House passed the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act, which included reforms to qualified immunity, which protects police officers from being charged in civil court over their actions. The bill also lowered the criminal intent standard from willful to knowing or reckless when trying to convict an officer for misconduct in a federal prosecution. It also limits the unnecessary use of force, the use of no-knock warrants and chokeholds, It creates a national police misconduct registry and seeks to implement guidelines to remedy racial profiling. The measure, which President Joe Biden urged the Congress to have passed by the anniversary of Floyd's death, remains stalled in the Senate as work continues with Senator Tim Scott, Democratic Senator Cory Booker, and Democratic Congresswoman Karen Bass. The three issued a statement saying in part that this anniversary serves as a painful reminder of why we must make meaningful change. While we are still working through our differences on key issues, we continue to make progress toward a compromise and remain optimistic about the prospects of achieving that goal. Police reform legislation, as we've mentioned, has also passed our State House of Representatives and is now sitting in the Senate Judiciary Committee. Moving on, U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack was in South Carolina on Monday touting a farm loan payment program contained in the new American Rescue Plan. Vilsack says billions of dollars are now available to forgive some USDA farm loans for disadvantaged black and minority farmers. Here's the secretary. It addresses the disparity 
between white farmers who received a tremendous amount of money during the COVID relief situation and socially disadvantaged producers who received, relatively speaking, very, very little, somewhere between one and 5% of the total amount. And we're talking tens of billions of dollars. Vilsack and 6th Congressional District Congressman Jim Clyburn met with farmers near the Orangeburg County town of Roseville. Here's Clyburn. This is to right a wrong. I learned from my history that the greatness of this country is not that we are more enlightened than any other uh, nation, but because we have always been able to repay our faults. We're here today trying to demonstrate why this country is so great, repairing a fault. Thanks to Russ McKinney for that reporting. Now for some more news from across the state. 14 people were shot in North Charleston over the weekend, and one girl died from her injuries. The shooting reportedly arose from an argument at a barbecue, and North Charleston Police Chief Reggie Burgess said those involved didn't care who got hit as a result. The event that included the sale of alcohol and food was illegally held, he said. As you can see by the grass behind me, you can see a stage. You can see a bar. You can see all kinds of refreshments. You have those things at an organized event, a place that's prepared for that, the Coliseum, the River Dog Stadium, all kind of places like that, River, uh, Riverfront Park. That's where you see these things, not in the community. So this was unauthorized. We in law enforcement had no clue about this. If we would have, we probably would have been able to save lives. So when it occurred, all our, our units responded here, and I believe the Burton County crime scene came up also. And that's just to, to show you exactly how, how this thing was so out of control. We had another agency, which we are bigger than them, to come out to help us with crime scene because we had so many crime scenes. From what we're gathering right now, there was some altercation, and then shots rung out. The mass shooting was one of 12 that happened across the United States between Friday and Sunday that left at least 11 people dead and 69 injured, according to CNN. The shooting was personal to Chief Burgess. We just left the house. And it's sad because I know the family. I know the family. I keep seeing the same people I grew up with, same people I went to church with, you know, I played sports with. It's the same thing. So we want to tell the folks who are responsible, just like we tell everybody, we are going to bring you in and we're going to charge you and we're going to walk this thing through Scarlett Wilson's office so that you get every bit of every day in jail that you deserve to have. Now, this wasn't the only big crime news from the past few days. Tyler Terry, the 27-year-old murder suspect, was apprehended by Chester County Sheriff's deputies after a week-long manhunt that gripped the state and involved some 300 officers. Terry is charged with six counts of attempted murder, one count of murder, and one count possession of a weapon during a violent crime. He was denied bond on all charges on Tuesday, according to WBTV. He has been linked to four homicides, including two in St. Louis. As AP reporter Jeffrey Collins tweeted, the news universe apparently saw the General Assembly leave town and flip the major crime story switch in South Carolina to keep me busy. Yes, it did, Jeffrey. And as we go, lawyers on behalf of Charleston shooter Dylan Roof began their arguments before the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit on Tuesday, saying that the 22-year-old was too disconnected from reality to represent himself during his original trial and his death sentence should be overturned. Roof was deemed competent twice to represent himself despite previously telling a defense team psychologist that his execution would never be carried out because he'd be rescued by white nationalists after they took over the government. 
However, in order for that to happen, he had to keep his delusions out of the public view, which he succeeded in doing during his trial. Regardless of the outcome of this federal appeal, Roof is already serving nine consecutive life sentences after his guilty plea in state court in 2017. kicking off a short business section with a big ship-to-shore message. The massive CMA CGM Marco Polo container ship is breaking records at ports up and down the East Coast, and will do so on Friday when it becomes the largest ship ever to call on the Port of Charleston Wanda Welch Terminal. The 1,300-foot-long Marco Polo is the equivalent of one-and-a-half USS Yorktowns and can carry up to 16,022 containers. That's about 1,000 more containers than the CMA CGM Brazil, which came ashore last September. Everyone loved the Brazil. We'll get ready for Marco Polo, folks. Now, once the harbor deepening to 52 feet is completed next year, the Charleston Harbor will be able to handle such massive ships regardless of the tides. Speaking of the open seas... Stay tuned for our next pod, which will feature an in-depth look at the upcoming hurricane season, which is forecast to be another above-average season. Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine is 100% effective in adolescents, the company said on Tuesday. The phase two trial of 3,732 children from ages 12 to 17 found that the immune response was similar to the previous findings in adults. None of the children who received the vaccine got sick, and the company also found that just one dose was 93% effective. Moderna plans to submit the results to the Food and Drug Administration in early June with a request to use the vaccine in adolescents, who we know are eagerly getting the vaccine. Sick. Now, with the Moderna vaccine set to join Pfizer in vaccinating adolescents as young as 12, there is a greater likelihood that there will be a more normal school year come this fall. State Superintendent of Education Molly Spearman said as much during the Shot of Hope Town Hall event last Thursday, which was hosted by DHEC and SCETV. Right. Well, we've proved that school can be a very safe place uh, using the mitigation tools uh, all year, wearing the masks, the social distancing, the cleaning. And so schools have been safe, but they've been safe because we've been using the mitigation tools. So we need to continue with some of those. But again, the more young people who get vaccinated, we can loosen that up and have a more normal year. So I would encourage, strongly encourage parents to get their children back into school. Uh, they do better, not just academically, but they need to be together for their friendships and, and to renew those friendships, to play together and, and, and have fun together, which is a big part of just being at school during the day. The town hall included several panels of experts looking at the vaccines, minority concerns and generational issues. And the trend DHEC is seen right now is among the younger population, which is making up a majority of the cases these days, even though those 12 to 19-year-olds are chomping at the bit to get vaccinated compared to those 20 to 24-year-olds. 
Here's Public Health Director Dr. Brandon Traxler. Early on in this pandemic, most of our cases, and especially our most severe cases, were occurring in our older populations. Mm -hmm. We were seeing um, certainly a lot of disease and unfortunately a lot of death occurring in that age group and among those who were in those long-term care facilities. As we have uh, moved through the vaccination process and more and more of that group have become vaccinated, we're seeing trends shift down to the younger populations. And so we are seeing those teenagers and those uh, young adults really making up the majority of our cases these days. Um, and so that's why it is now so vitally important that they get vaccinated too. Now that we have a good vaccine supply, mm -hmm. um, we've seen you know, older, older South Carolinians really turn out and get vaccinated at great rates. And so we ask our younger generations do the same now that it's their turn. As part of the Minority Community Panel, Reverend Nelson B. Rivers III, who's a pastor of Charity Missionary Baptist Church, discussed how vaccination efforts were going in his North Charleston community and what the pause of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine did to that momentum. A key part of that, he said, is ensuring that people get credible news from legitimate news sources and not speculation from social media. We have found that folk were willing early. Then Johnson happened. Now we have to come back and figure out how to reassure them. And I end with this. I found this out. There are some people who cannot build the antibodies. So they asked me to ask you the question. If you won't get vaccinated for yourself, isn't there somebody you know that if you don't get vaccinated, you risk their lives, risk their health? And so the question becomes, who, if not you, then who else is worth you getting the vaccine for? In our community, we have to really be honest and transparent that folk are now suspicious and acting like they're not does not help. We have to have the information. We have to be confident and lead by example. My wife and I got our shot January 20th, got our second shot February 17th. Shout hallelujah. I did worse with the flu and, and the, the shingle shot than I did with mm. the Moderna shot. I'm not atypical, mm -hmm. but everybody doesn't have that experience. But frankly, when you have 600,000 people die around the country, several thousand in the state of South Carolina, the better question is, why would you not get vaccinated? If you could cut this and stop this as a person of faith, why would you not do it? What makes you so scared or selfish right. that you won't save lives and vac the vaccine saves lives? You can watch that full show on youtube.com slash South Carolina ETV. Welcome to the wind down section, our little break from the news. We talk about life during the pandemic and want to hear your stories as well. So tell us what you got going on for Memorial Day. Did you go to the PGA Championship down in Kiowa or the Carolina Cup in Camden? Or are you just still hanging close? Let us know, 803-563-7169. Leave us a message with your name, where you're calling from, and what's going on, and you might just get on the pod. Mm, maybe. AT, who, we have, who, who do we have coming on the pod today? Oh, they, we had many concerned leaders and citizens writ large mm. who were who they were nervous about how the the levels of the hopper. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got so many calls, Gavin, that we're gonna do a double dip. Oh. Okay. We're, We're getting closer do a... to the air fryer with this double dip. <laughs> That's right, my guy. We're doing a dubby dippy. Uh, so uh, without any adieu, uh, let's hear from uh, uh, one of the greater friends of the mm. pod. What's up, guys? It's your friendly neighborhood Joe checking in after a while. Um, I was going to wait until I was driving back southbound on 95 to make another call. 
Um, as I said last time, I'm in the process of moving to the, to the Northeast and um, didn't want to misrepresent while I was up there. So I'm still in the Northeast, but I'm coming back for a little while. Um, wanted to just check in Massachusetts where I believe I just heard on the latest episode that we are standing at like 35% vaccination rate there in South Carolina. Uh, up here in Massachusetts, uh, standing at a little over 75%. And everybody seems to be fine. Uh, I still am not getting my as promised 5G reception for my phone. So it kind of tells me that maybe all the conspiracies and stuff were a lie. Who knew? Um, and that people might want to, I don't know, be a little responsible. I got some friends with some different health issues that are preventing them from either trying the vaccine outright or worried about people not getting it or not wearing a mask anymore. From what I understand in South Carolina, nobody is because of having immunocompromised children. And these are people that I care for greatly. These are people that we should be trying our best to protect as a community. I just have little understanding and waning patience for people that are trying to argue with me otherwise. But that's just me. I hope you guys are doing good. hope you guys are all shot up. And uh, hope to be chatting with you guys again, trying to keep your hopper full. Hope you guys are enjoying the sunshine and the humidity. I'll be there soon. All right. Later. Trader Joe, thanks for checking in with us as you continue this big move. And wow, what a difference you're talking about. We're talking about now 36% of the state being vaccinated, the state being the eligible people in the state versus the 75% up there. I mean, oh my gosh. And the dream. I mean, that's the difference. And, you know, I was asking people earlier about people not wearing masks in grocery stores and things like that. Yeah. And I'm still doing that just because our rates are still so low. And it just, you know, it's still like just kind of normal for me to be doing that. I know some people might argue, well, that's that's the political revolution. But no, that's yeah. I mean, it's like no, it's just it just makes sense, you know. They're trying to make you wear that. No, it's just because there are people out there who have, you know, for different reasons, not been able to get vaccinated. So I can do my part. I mean, uh, plain and simple, the guideline is: if you're with a bunch of vaccinated people, you don't need to wear your mask. Mm -hmm. But we know that if you meet anyone in our state, chances are they're not vaccinated. Yeah. uh, that's point. why that's why you should wear it still. Yeah. Anyway, and stop giving people a hard time if you do wear it. You know, it's a personal, yeah. it's personal responsibility at this point. Still has N- been no kink shaming. You know. Anyway, uh, that's uh, Trader Joe. I miss you. I don't want you to move, but I hope you're going to be very happy in Massachusetts. Anyway, Gavin, let's move on. This one, this one is personal to you. Yes. Oh, yes. So uh, we're fitting this th- th- this double dip in uh, just for Gavin. Uh, let's see. Well, I would hope we can make exceptions for me. <laughs> <laughs> You've worked on enough episodes. I think this is number two hundred and forty. <laughs> so uh, I think is that you a earned- joke. No, that's real. Oh my god! Uh, so when you put uh, it like that, it's terrible. Oh, it might what? be two forty one. One of those. So I think <sighs> you earned this. You, okay, every two hundred forty one, you get one. Okay? You get one. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, Gavin, it's Rebecca Um, leaving a voicemail because it makes me really sad when you guys don't have one to play. (laughs) 
I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to talk about here, but um, one fun little COVID-related tidbit is over the weekend, I went to one of those socially distanced concerts they've been doing at the Columbia Motor Speedway, and I paid like $8 for a can of beer, and there were a bunch of high school students smoking weed in public. So I guess that is a true sign that nature is healing. Well, Rebecca, thanks for calling a friend of ours from the state newspaper. A friend of, a friend of yours, obviously, because she didn't want to talk to me. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I get it. I get no, it. That's Gavin okay. is, I guess Gavin I'm just chopped liver. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Um, yeah, I know uh, she's been out and about enjoying life, going to some baseball games, too. We were going to, you know, I hate that you're down. You're down in Charleston. Let the people know where you yeah, are, what you're doing, because we have our employee appreciation night tomorrow, Wednesday. And I can't and go. And can't go to the baseball game with me, so I just, I'm not going to go. I can't it's be not appreciated. Worth it. And then, of course, my other producer, Amy, she's it's her birthday, so she's not going. So, I mean, I yep. love my other coworkers. It's just not as much as I love my producers. <laughs> right, correct. So I, uh, I am. If you, if if a sharp-eared listeners can tell that my room sounds different here, it's Doth because I, my ears deceive me. Doth my ears, but <laughs> so um, I uh, am in Charleston for the Spoleto Festival. I am working. Uh, maybe one day I will come back. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. The way you're saying it sounds like you're transcending space and time. Yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. Find yeah, your yeah. portal to get back. I have descended into another region of the world. Um. Uh, I'll be here through the middle of June. You guys can so. catch me at the uh, the Bellagio on the fifteenth. Yeah, 15th. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all new sets, all I'll be new Doc material. Street on the fourth. Yeah. So if anyone's in Charleston, holler at your boy. Um, I'm here with uh, Bradley Fuller, our classical host. So it's not the worst. But yeah, there there is a magic of of Gavin and At going to baseball games and slugging Yinglings. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's yes. just it's the greatest. And I wish I could be there. It. It sucks that I'm uh, I'm working every day for for 25 straight days. Well, the good thing is <laughs> to minimize your plight here. The good thing is that when you are back, that there will still be baseball season left, and you know we can enjoy that. Yeah, maybe a th- yeah, 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 maybe. <laughs> we'll have to revive you. Apparently, it sounds like you're a little dead inside already. You got a couple more days to go, buddy. <laughs> but you had oh a big God. Saturday. You had a nice. You felt you felt alive before you went down I, there. I had an electric Saturday. <laughs> uh, I I, for, I woke up. I started watching watching um golf which uh was great and then it, it went into the sixers winning mm. their first playoff game mm-hmm. against uh the wizard which is all the the single wizard <laughs> the um, one wizard uh which is great because i do hate the wizards and then i immediately flip back i i was so high on that win <laughs> then caitlin my wife she goes what about the golf and i go back and it's amazing good golf and phil wins mm-hmm. and then uh mayor of east town was great that night yeah speaking of which i just started this i was talking about this yesterday great so i'm show but yeah I, I think i timed this out properly right because in the last episode the last coming up sunday yeah correct. <sighs> so i love that so, i did this correctly so now yeah, I, you i'm did not it. you have, did like, it really to well. wait the week to week it's um, such a good show. If, yeah, if anyone it. is listening and hasn't watched it yet, you should definitely watch Mayor of Easttown. They they get the the absolute desolation of middle of nowhere Philly, or Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania towns. Yeah. Oh, it's great, and, and the, the accents, accents the and like accents just it's just like the mannerisms. It's my just one really gripe, well done. My one gripe mm-hmm. is we, that they're slugging rolling rocks. We both, yeah, I brought that up and with you, and I was like, I, what's if going it was on here? if it was the seventies, sure they'd be drink they'd be drinking rolling rocks. But rolling rocks are made in in Newark, New Jersey. Ugh. They would be drinking Yinglings now. God. And I did text Gavin this, but what really rung true to me was that one man's alibi for why he's not the murderer is that he got so drunk he peed himself under an eagle's blanket. And I was like, yo, 
Yeah, we've all been there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Take yeah. it out, Gavin. Yeah. Take it no, by. I was like, I don't know any Pennsylvanians that drink rolling. <laughs> no, no one. I was does. like, oh, Yingling, Yingling, or Yingling or bust. Yeah. So tell us if you've been watching it. Tell us what you're watching, or if you're going outdoors and just enjoying the. The wonderful weather we have going on now that things are really heating up. It's getting spicy out there. Let us know what you're doing, 803-563-7169. And you can also show us your appreciation by leaving us a review on iTunes. We're always there, always ready to get those five-star reviews. And you can stay up to date with the latest news on SCETV.org and SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org. And don't forget to support your local newspapers. For the South Carolina lead, I'm Gavin Jackson. Be well, South Carolina. Oh, it's Itching for some reason. Need some drops. I need drops. Just pour coffee into it.